What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University Podcast Studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Roush interviews Katie O'Keefe, a rising senior journalism major and the former host of Quinnipiac Live. Katie talks about her experience working with the integrated marketing and communications team, as well as her time as web director for Q30 Television. We also hear about Katie's internship with NBC Connecticut. And before we wrap up, Katie gets a hello from one of her old friends, Chris's dog, Gus. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I'm also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening. Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about Quinnipiac University School of Communication students. My name is Dean Chris Roush, and joining us today is Katie O'Keefe. Katie is a rising senior at the school, and she is majoring in journalism. Katie, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Chris. I'm excited. Sure. Uh, Katie, uh, let's start off by, I, I want to hear about your internship uh, for NBC in Hartford uh, this past semester. Uh, how did you get it, and what all did they have you do? So I got it through my network, which is thanks to Quinnipiac and what I do there. Um, I do the student-run television station, Q30, and um, a friend of a friend knew someone at NBC Connecticut. Their little team was looking for an intern. They had never had an intern before, so they kind of used their network. It came down through me, um, and I think they were really impressed by my resume. So I interviewed over winter break. And when I got back to school, um, I started interning there. And, and what all did you do? So I handled a lot of their social media, which I didn't expect. The um, description for the internship wasn't very detailed because I think it was their first time having one, but I was ready to jump right in, ask questions. I was in the control room a couple of times. I watched the producer make the rundowns. I helped edit like little social media teases, which was really fun because it was a lifestyle show. So very different from news. They had promoted segments that were paid for by like, you know, car companies around Connecticut and things like that. Um, so it was more lighthearted, fun stuff. We did businesses and restaurants. I would go on shoots with them and help set up lighting. Um, and I really learned and honed in my communication skills with them and social media for sure. Do you feel like you were well prepared? Yes, definitely. And despite not having an internship, before this one, because this was my first one, I still feel so prepared by School of Calm at QU, just because of the professors and how they push us and how they help us so much in becoming so in with the times and so updated with all of the digital media that's out there now. And I was so nervous going into the interview because I hadn't had that experience before, but it went really well, obviously. And yeah, I was definitely prepared for it. And I came out better on the other end too. I have, I feel so much, um, so many examples to show future employers or future internships too. Tell me, you mentioned Q30. How did you get involved with Q30 and what all have you done there? So when I went to Admitted Students Day before I was committed to Quinnipiac, I had heard about Q30, people raved about it. So I was like, okay, it's gotta be pretty good. Um, so then when I got on campus freshman year, I just started going to shows. I was just kind of that student who would like sit in the piazza chairs and like watch what happens. And it was really cool with the teleprompter. And then some of the other people in this media suite, they kind of noticed me and they were like, hey, why don't you come in? Like we can show you how to scroll the teleprompter, work a camera or like 
get you into Adobe and start editing. So I was like, okay, that's really cool. And so I started going, made some friends there. And then there was a position open as an associate producer for one of their sports shows. So I went for it because people really encouraged me to, they were so welcoming there. And um, that's kind of how it got started. Now this past year, you were the web director for Q30. Uh, what all does that involve? So I watched all of the posts that go out and I got to get myself familiar with WordPress, which was really great. I can put that on my resume now that I'm familiar with it. But my main concern with the website was looking for AP style and copy editing stories that were going in as drafts and then publishing them. I wanted to make sure that they had images because a lot of storytelling now, people like quick things, they want an image to go with the words, right? So I looked for a bunch of that and I tried helping other people become better writers because I found through being web director that I really do enjoy writing, copy editing and things like that. Um, and I also worked a little bit on the design of the website. However, I'm not a computer geek, so I'm not too familiar with designing and widgets and things like that. Um, but I tried to make it a little bit more easier to navigate and just make it look better. Did you guys have a goal of like getting a certain number of stories up on the website every week? I would say yes, not necessarily a number that we have in mind, but we okay. always try to get at least a sport, a news story out there. Um, and even over the summer right now, I know a bunch of students were all working together to try to get more stories out there, even with what's going on, just trying to keep up your writing skills and stay up to date on things. But I'd say um, the most important part is just making sure that we push the website to get more people to come to it because the more traction on it, the more views, you know, viewers that you see per month, um, there's data on that that you can see. And so with each story that comes out, you hope that you just increase your viewership. How, how are y'all getting more people to, to go to the Q30 website? So we actually have a Q30 app that's in the works. I'm not personally working on it right now, but the new web director and the new Q30 cabinet, they're working on it, but it's really exciting stuff. And hopefully it'll be out when we get back to school. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Now, you also worked for uh, Integrated Marketing Communications at Quinnipiac as well. Uh, did you do something different there than what you were doing at Q30 or, or what were you doing there? It was a little similar to Q30 where I was on air. I was a host for um, this show they have called Quinnipiac Live. And I basically just interviewed students, faculty, alumni about their experiences at Quinnipiac. And it would go live on their YouTube channel. It's still up there. And the goal of that was to really to um, answer potential students' questions. So I would also answer questions that came in on the live YouTube stream. So that was something very different from Q30, where like we have the newscast there. Um, so that was honestly a really great experience. And the way I got that little gig was also through another person at Q30. So it really goes to show how far connections go. But that was a really cool job. And um, I really enjoyed it. And I think that is what helped me get my internship at NBC because the show actually, it's funny, at Quinnipiac was called Quinnipiac Live. And then the show I worked on at NBC was CT Live. But not that they're the same thing, but um, I found that cool. And um, that was really different because it was a whole different setting from student run because I was working with Peter Galay and the production team there. Um, and I actually got to host the inauguration of Judy Olean our new president. So that was really fun. And it was really live, you know, not like you're going live from the media suite in 
10 minutes and you know the countdown, but it was, it was really cool. Did you, did you have a hand uh, in who got picked to be on the show? At Q30 or? Oh, at Quinnipiac Live. No, I didn't. We actually, Peter and I, we would sit down and he would kind of have a schedule already laid out. Okay. Uh, different themes that he would want for each show. So sometimes it would be about study abroad. So he would bring on two students who have done maybe one or two study abroad trips. The next one would be about like the school of business or the three plus one program. And then we would sit down. He would have a bunch of questions laid out already. I would kind of have my script ready to go. And it was on an iPad and I just kind of sat and it was more like a talk show kind of a little bit like Ellen DeGeneres, something you would see like that very casual. Um, and it was really fun. So what are your plans for your senior year? What do you, what do you want to do? Well, right now I have nothing set in stone, but like we are right now, I think the podcast studio up at school, the new one, that is really cool. And I really do want to get into that because that's a part of journalism. I feel I haven't touched yet. So I'd love to get in there, just see if I could help out in any area or have my own podcast and really use that to my advantage, that opportunity. You should contact David DeRoche, who runs the podcast studio. Okay. Yeah, I will. Yeah, I know he's looking for students for, for next year. Oh, great. That's good to hear. Yeah. So I would I would go ahead and drop him an email now. Okay. Sounds good. Because I, uh, I know that he's he's working on like what the schedule is going to be for, for this coming year. Oh, okay. Cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So Katie, I don't know if you remember the first time we met, but it was when I was interviewing for the job as dean. <laughs> and you were in a group of students. And um, I went around the table and asked uh, everybody about Quinnipiac uh, and what they thought about Quinnipiac. But what I remember about you was um, your story about all the other schools that you examined before you came to Quinnipiac. Uh, for our listeners, tell people about that. Yeah, it was hard for me picking a school at first because I didn't know what I wanted to do. I didn't even know if I was going to be in school of comm or not. But I knew when I came to visit Quinnipiac, I just fell in love. I loved the campus and not that that's everything, but Quinnipiac is a beautiful school. And I loved the people that I met there. And for me, that was enough to say, this is where I want to be. And everyone that I met from admissions to who was on my tour, to people in the school of calm, anyone else really, it just made me feel like I was welcomed, that I belonged, that I was really going to thrive there. And in comparison to other schools, there just wasn't as much motivation or as welcomeness, I feel, as Quinnipiac. And I think I did get lucky in choosing Quinnipiac with the amazing school of communications that they have. Um, because in comparison to other schools, there's not that hands-on experience that you can get. A lot of times schools will hold students back. You have to have, you have to be in a certain grade to do certain things. Whereas at Quinnipiac, you can jump right in whenever you're ready to and as early as you want. And you started it, it, for example, at Q30, your first freshman semester. Right. I became an associate producer in October. So I was on campus not even two months and I was already doing something. I feel like I had like a little job. Um, and yeah, I was actually working towards something that I really enjoyed. And when I first came to Admitted Students Day, I was originally signed up for like the business info session. And then my mom and I listened to the communications one and we were like, okay, we have to switch over. This is, this is where you should be. So then I went there and I was listening to like all of the different majors of film, TV, PR, journalism, 
marketing and stuff like that, the advertising one. And um, I was like, okay, I could definitely fit into one of these. And then Q30 helped me choose journalism as well. So. Yeah, I was going to ask, how, how did you choose journalism and what's the interest there? I guess it was just more, really Q30 guided me on that because I was more, I was more invested in Q30 by like October, November, December than I was in my classes because you're taking the basic communication classes to still figure out where you want to go, um, which major you want to choose. And Q30 was just like, like, oh, I'm journalism. I'm journalism. I do journalism. And a bunch of people helped me through that too. They were like, oh yeah, so if you're in journalism, you take these classes and you get to do these things. So I was like, okay, if that's what I want to do, I'm going to choose that. And before all of college, I never really thought that journalism connected with TV. I never knew the connection with there. So that was cool. And um, I'm really glad I chose it. So with everything going on right now with the, the pandemic, what are you doing this summer to kind of keep your skills sharp? Unfortunately, nothing too routine, but I've been reading a lot. And I got that advice from Professor Hanley, who said, reading only makes you smarter. And that professor is just a genius. He's really awesome. I love Professor Hanley. Um, but I've been trying to read more about what's going on in the world and reading every morning about... Um, the changes in the industry too, staying up to date with what's going on. So I make it a goal for me, for myself to read five articles every morning and every night and just stay informed, stay updated. And through reading those articles, I find that I'm going to become a better writer because you learn the new vocabulary, you see different styles and flows, leads and hooks. So reading has really been my little nook, I guess, during this time. Do you, uh, do you go to specific publications or do you have a sp specific writers that you're looking for? No specific writers, but um, I have a little collection of news organizations that I like to follow. I keep apps on my phone. And a lot of those are recommended by professors that I've had at Quinnipiac. And so I try to keep you know, a balanced and fair perspective on what's going on. So I have the Associated Press, which I love, <laughs> and um, Wall Street Journal, NPR, Washington Post, New York Times, things like that. Okay. Katie, what would you want uh, people to know about the Katie O'Keefe at Quinnipiac University that maybe people don't know? That's a really good question. I'm not sure because I'm still figuring myself out. So that's tough <laughs> to tell people what I want to know about me. Um, I think what I want people to know is my good integrity and what I want to do in journalism because the industry really is hit hard with being accredited with what they're supposed to do. And so where I'm looking to go now is maybe writing and editing and publishing. So I really want to, in the future, be one of those people who's fact-checking and making sure that the right information is getting to everyone. So give me a, give me a career goal for five years post-graduation and, and give me an ideal job. What would be the the ideal job that you would love to have right now? Wow, so being at NBC, I got to see some of those people in their jobs. And there's a couple ways I feel I could go. I like the team I worked on where I could be a producer. I think I really wanna try going on air. So I think when I get out of college, I'm going to try to be a multimedia journalist or a reporter. Do that and see what that's like, cause I know it's a lot of work and it's very hard to do but I do want to challenge myself and try that. And then there's also social media, which I really found I was surprisingly good at. 
when I went to NBC. So if I could coordinate social media, work in perhaps marketing departments, because I worked closely with them too, as I did the show's social media. And then there's actually also, like I mentioned, editing, publishing, writing, and things like that. Being an editor, I think would be really awesome. That might be my goal. So like an editor at a magazine or a newspaper, or does it matter the format? No, I guess it doesn't matter the format. I'm probably most familiar with like web. If you have, if you're at like an NBC and you have the web that all the stories go up on, you know, editing those and things like that. But newspaper also too is cool and magazine, something that I haven't delved into yet, but definitely a potential. So just to let listeners know, I've had Katie uh, house at my dog, Gus. She's a big dog person. So I, I need to make sure that she sees Gus. There he is. I love him. And I have my guy right here. Very cool. They're both taking their, their mid-morning snoozles. Yes. Every day. <laughs> They're tired all day long. <laughs> yeah. The new dog. Um, she is on the couch over there. She just she just sat down because <laughs> you know I was talking about her. <laughs> so I don't see her anymore. Uh, she's doing good. She I think she gets better every day. You know, she she's just having to learn uh, the basics because uh, she did, she didn't learn anything. So, um, like she she actually got uh, one of Gus's toys yesterday uh, and and got it up on the couch and chewed on it for a little bit, and then it dropped on the floor, and she just kind of stared at it on the floor, and then reached down and picked it back up. But then when she was done with it. Uh, Gus got up on the couch and took it away from him. Oh, yeah. He was watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he I'm was definitely watching. <laughs> that's well, that's good. Gus is like her little companion and leading her through it all. Yeah. Yeah. I think she does take a lot of her cues from uh, from Gus. Gus, you know, likes to go outside. And and so when, when Gus gets his leash on, she gets really excited and runs to the front door now. Oh, uh, okay. That's good. Nice. Yeah. 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 All right, Katie, we're out of time. I really appreciate you talking to us today. This has been great. Yeah, thanks for having me. That was Chris Roush interviewing Katie O'Keefe, a rising senior journalism major and the former host of Quinnipiac Live. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice, and be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at qupodcasts. If you have a story to share, something that you want us to talk about, find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is qupodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Sabrina Colonese de Bello, a recent graduate with a double major in advertising and graphic interactive design. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and we'll see you next time. Mm-hmm.